What's up? You listen to Surf Dudes with Attitude. This is Pete from New York City. Hello. And hello. This is Zach from Nashville. Hello. And I'm George Howell, the producer. Hi, George. Hi, Zach. Um, here we are again. We're—I don't know if we're in the thick of it, but I get—we're I, getting close. We are getting to the mid-first season. It feels like it's getting thicker. Yes, thick with multiple C's, and, and it's definitely happening. Um, we still have not seen a school setting. Uh, we're dealing. <laughs> this is like the divorced dad sitcom. Like we're dealing exclusively on weekends here. Um, even though they're definitely talking days and just like last week's episode, we're definitely dealing with days of the week, but they're being very nonchalant, very ambiguous, purposely vague about what days are going on. What if that is a subplot? Because we haven't seen mom since episode one. (laughs) We know it was summer, but since it's been non-summer, we haven't seen mom. We've only seen dad. Wait, was mom at the... That was still episode one, yeah. Mom was at the Sweet 16. That was the first gig. You're, yeah. Um, We've only seen Dad since. Yeah, and, and only a brief appearance last week as okay, well. Okay, so the, so, the, uh, so we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. TBD on whether this is indeed the weekends uh, with Dad, that we're only <laughs> getting that as a secret subplot. <laughs> oh, wow. They go to school at their mom's county. Um, I think last week we we said we saw that the title was called Double Date, and I don't know about you, I I thought it was going to be a double date, Betty and Veronica situation, but we got yeah. I think we got blessed this week. We got we got two shows in one. Yeah, got- misleading. Uh, I definitely yeah, it was like oh, double date. I get it. Double book. Yeah, double book, which we have. Probably Zach and I have both done in our musical career, uh, and we'll we'll definitely get into that. But I th- I think it is time for me to issue all of our listeners and and Zach and George an apology. I was I was wrong. Uh, after the first episode, I I thought I had checked, and I had not seen the actress or the character Randy Joe come back. But here she is, back. I was here. She is floored. Just yeah. You and me both. It. <laughs> I led you astray. Yeah, I don't I'm know sorry. how many of these lies are going to be before us now. I don't know what to expect. This is me uh, misleading you. I'm David Copperfielding your entire tenure here on Surf Dudes with Attitude because I don't want you to know what's going on. So this is all part of my plan. And you know I'm going to take the bait. Because I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to get curious. You'll have plenty of opportunity to lead me astray. In my defense, normally these shows never, never do this. Okay? They, are, they, they never actually bring these characters back. And a lot of the times I will be correct. And we will never see these people again. They will evaporate into the ether. And the love interest that we see bolstered for an entire 22 minutes will just cease to exist. Well, I, there's a lot... A lot of shows do differently than this. Mm-hmm. This is not other shows. This, this is not. This is <laughs> this not. Is, this is a uh, different show. I think it's going to get even more different as it goes. More differenter. That is also what I thought it was going to be. Okay, so the episode in question is called Double Date. That's right. As we said, it originally aired September 26, 1992. 
I didn't want to mess that up. Okay, so that's worth it. Oh God! And it uh, and as I said, I was wrong about Randy Joe, and it, it fucking it starts the episode off being like, Pete, you were wrong about this. How dare you get this show for th- from thirty years ago? We uh start off at Sharky's as we always do, almost. Um, and Tony asks. I think Tony asked Matt if if he's gonna go if he's gonna go to a wedding or something with Randy Joe, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, what?" I thought when it first came out that they were it was this was a flippant thing that they just said. Now this is taking this is kind of perpetuating the idea that like he doesn't go out with the clumsy girl, right? Yeah, I miss Angela. That was the thing. I was it was like, "Hey, we're gonna explain real quick that." Uh, hmm. Randy Joe is the one that that he's got. He's with. You think just their date going to see Beethoven just completely backfired on Matt? I don't know how it could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's where it was. I think I don't know. It was off to a rocky start. You know, there it was started with lies and deception. Yes. Um. I I venture to think. You know. Well, I don't know if she's coming back because you say she's not, but you said Randy Joe's not coming back. So I'm the king of empty promises, and I know. I, I hope Angela comes back because I liked her a bunch. This is like okay. Of course, they're gonna have the front man who's gonna be, you know, dating the popular girl at school. Like this is the predictable one. Angela was the less predictable and and more interesting. I'm totally team Angela here. Yeah. Uh, as as much as Matt wants to purport that he's, um, you know, too much of a rocker for her, he's a yeah. dork. He's a dork. He talks about being a a rocker a little too much for someone who's a rocker. Mm-hmm. They could have dork sex together, and I would watch it. Yeah, I might wait a few years <laughs> to consider watching right. it. Right, Chris Hansen, you're right. I would also wait, but. But then, yeah, I would hope so. I would love to see what their their mature selves get into. <laughs> I think adult bodies can do to each other. Absolutely, okay. you're right. You're right. Um, we hear here that not only are they seeing each other, but uh, Randy Joe's sister Debbie is getting married, and Matt he he goes out of his way to say that basically she's not a bridezilla. She's just very stressed out about this wedding. As the episode goes on, it it does kind of seem like this is a toxic relationship that Randy Joe's sister is in. Yeah, I don't know if you got that vibe too, but yeah, definitely. When we, when, I mean, when we meet them, it doesn't. I wasn't quite. I was a little distracted by a joke that Sly made, and then like there was a second follow up mm-hmm. joke. But Sly made like, "Hey, uh, yeah, uh, Randy Joe's sister is getting married." Matt says, and then Sly's like, "Ah." Another perfectly good woman off the market. Yes. Even though he's 16. And they're like, gross, classic, sly. Then Randy Joe shows up and mm-hmm. like, and like is super stressed out because they, they printed the wrong, like the, the engraved names or something for something involving the wedding. They, they printed the printers printed the wrong name and mm-hmm. was like, she was like, now everybody's going to be thinking my sister is marrying Paula. Mm-hmm. And I was curious whether this joke would go. Um, gay panic. It's, an, it's, it's gay 90s, panic. Baby. <laughs> Sly, Sly says, Paula too? 
that's two perfectly good women off the market. Mm-hmm. Um, which was weirdly like he he doubled down on the sexism, but did not like he didn't question the gayness of it. That's true. I, I was going to say that it it was weirdly progressive, even though they didn't go for the joke. Yeah. Or was that him being like, that's like, uh, I think so. I think I, that's how I took it. But also, but maybe, maybe is that uh, in his mind, does he think lesbians are taking each other off the market for him? I think it is more um, a pun that they're going for as opposed to the, uh, like the male gaze at this point, no pun intended, but he's not saying like, well, maybe I will go to this wedding after all. They could have done that easy joke, but I guess since this is a kid's show, they went for the easy, you know, it's a name pun. It's fine. So, but I, but I think sly, sexist, yes. Homophobic, not necessarily. No, jury's still out. Yeah. There has been some, I think there definitely will, because at, one point yeah. in the episode, <laughs> Jenny drops a hard R. Um, uh-huh. So, so you don't know this. This is of the time, and we're we're here to kind of correct course. So we're gonna see. Um, sure. Um, but Sly also said, and I didn't. I had to, I watched this episode twice. Everybody, just just so you know, like. Uh, but on second watch, Sly lets a line out that he has known the Garrisons for twelve years. So we're to believe that they were playing together as children, which yeah maybe means that he is the neighbor because in the pilot episode they they kind of made it seem that unless he was like on his way to school or something or but we weren't at school then that he lives close enough by but they definitely because he just walks in unprompted yeah I think I'm thinking neighbor I'm getting neighbor vibes like they they were friends because somebody moved there they were new in town and it was like oh yeah, we'll be friends. And then they were like, ah, oh, he's kind of annoying. And then they just were like family at a certain point because they spent a lot of time together. I wonder if we see Sly's dad or mom at any point in this show. And if they're like a spitting image of him or like, he's like a wall street yeah. dude or something like that. But we're going to, we're going to see. Do you think he's got two parents? Oh, he definitely does seem like a product of divorce. If that's what you're asking. Yes. Like single child divorce. <laughs> parents maybe he has two moms and that is why he's just so cool with the oh, <laughs> maybe so he's just like oh man that's just like my two moms who got taken right off the market when they hooked up <laughs> fuck so we also in this uh episode we get tony's last name for the first time this this is so specific this this podcast that you're getting with surf dudes with attitude <laughs> Tony's last name is Tony Wicks, uh, assuming that's spelled W-I-C-K-S and not W-I-X, like the website builder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, he uh, he gets called over by Sharky, um, who, Sharky, I love his thick California accent in this show. I yeah. love that they made it a part of it. And uh, he's going on a fishing trip, and uh, he needs Tony to be in charge. Um, you can tell that him and Tony are tight because Tony Kais- Tony calls him tortellini tush is very affectionate yeah i'd say so i don't know if i've had a boss that i could say that to. <laughs> you should call every boss that and see what happens yeah i'm gonna go back to my previous jobs and, and report gonna, back please yeah i'm gonna be like hey how's it been tortellini tush 
So it, it you'd have to be like a rotund Ruben-esque kind of portly Italian fellow. That's every boss I've ever had. The even <laughs> I've I've worked exclusively for plumbers and exterminators here in New York City. It's mandatory. Exactly. We both know we have a type. They're showing Sharky to be a cheapskate kind of thing. Or at least, you know, kind of tightwad with his money. But as we see throughout the episode, he doesn't, you know, spoiler alert, he doesn't seem too upset when he finds out that $500 is, is like, missing. Which I thought was weird. Yeah, he was upset, but not as livid as we were anticipating, for sure. And this was, $500 was a lot of money 20, 30 years ago. As we found out, something like, it's like $1,100 that we found out. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of money, he kind of dangles a carrot in front of Tony and says, if you do well here, we can maybe give you a promotion, which I really want to know what a fucking promotion looks like at Sharky's. He says he can maybe give him a raise as well. Now, in 1992, California, minimum wage. What do you think it was, Zach? California? Um, $4. $4.25. $4.25. That's pretty good, yeah. So... What his raise? What it couldn't have been more than fifty cents an hour, right? He's looking at four seventy five, I guess. Fifty cents is a pretty big percentage, uh, but yeah, fifty cents. Because uh, he said promotion and a raise, so sure, so you know, more so, responsibility. I mean, exactly. I like that he he did leave with the lead with the promotion, and then it's like, oh yeah, and the raise too. I might give you a lot more to do, but oh yeah, there's be more money. I remember when I worked at Blockbuster, I was making $7 an hour, and they offered me an assistant manager position, a head CSR, Zach, a customer service representative, for an extra $0.25 cents an hour. And I said no. It's not. Even back then, I knew that that amount of responsibility is not fucking worth an extra $0.25 cents an hour. It Probably is why Blockbuster went under. That's true. They should have paid you specifically more. <laughs> Fuck you, Viacom. You're yeah, listening. You keeping them going. Well, wait, I just want to mention also that Jenny and Tiffany, because uh, it is relevant to later, they come in with roller skate. Roller blades. And they're like, hey, we just got these. I think, were they calling them roller blades? I heard them call them roller skates later, but roller blades was the brand. That, oh, she said the roller, or the bike path roller skating, yeah. They called them roller skates, because I think... They they were I mean they I'm I'm sure they were rollerblades. George is saying they were rollerblades. They called them roller skates. They were three wheel rollerblades, so a very specific type of rollerblades. They were three wheeled. Yep, right? yep, yep. I tried. Okay, I watched this on my phone on my lunch break, so the screen was very small. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, it's been a very busy work week. It was the only time that I had, and I took what? notes that I. It's, it's a busy work week. You need to tell Tortellini Tush over there to, you know, let you take off <laughs> I, so you can watch California Dreams. Well, I'm gonna have much of the winter off now that shows have slowed down. So <laughs> because uh, I got fired for calling my boss Tortellini Tush. Exactly, it's over for me. Uh, <laughs> I I found a. Uh, in old in rollerblade magazine, I found the actual clipping of what these rollerblades cost because wow. it's it's relevant to the rest of the episode because not only they don't buy these, they rent them for this luau that they they have to put together. So, um, three three wheeled rollerblades between fifty and eighty five dollars back then. So, um, I don't know if they're going to get all four of them. I think <laughs> this Tiffany and Jenny. 
get reimbursed because they use these at a show? Is it a tax write-off? We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. You know about rollerblades. Oh, yeah, I do. I, because I don't... I didn't know if this was the right time to admit this to the world, but I, I am a former aggressive inline skater. I took it very seriously. Did you know, Pete, that so am I? Oh, I literally did not know that. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm literally <laughs> learning in real time what? that we were we were fruit booters together. Which we sure were. Is a is a term that skateboarders always call us. Exactly. I endorse it. I wow. I wear it I now have... with pride. Uh, oh I yeah, no, I, I got get some, back into it. Uh, you should. I got some roller skates uh, in line. Uh, they're not roller blades. They're Rosies. I had Rosies as well. Well, they're great. I I got <laughs> some. Uh, you know, like three years ago, I skate all the time, and I and I like. There's a greenway track that like winds to a to a local skate park, and I got mm-hmm. lost on it and like wound up at the skate park unintentionally, not intending to get back into skate park, sure. park riding, and I did it, uh, and now I do that too on occasion. Wow. It's it's great. You should definitely get a, a pair, and uh, and we should skate together. I think you. I think you found a, a time portal. Is what you're telling me that you zip by. You thought you were lost, and all of a sudden, you see 14 yeah. year old Zach. Yeah, uh, not much has changed. Uh, escape from homeschool, so he could go go blading. <laughs> I went to skate parks. I I did the whole thing. Like I, we had friends that went to Woodward and got endorsed and. Oh. Fancy. We took it. We took it very seriously, um, you know, until the rest of our lives caught up with us. So, when did you anyway, stop? Oh God, I remember. I must have been like seventeen or eighteen. I started. Okay, it was like three or four years of, of hardcore. That doesn't sound like a long time, but in kid time, that's a long time. In kid time, time and in like aggressive sports time, that's and in horse time too. That is a substantial amount of time. Big time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, a, I only, I, I, when I was a kid, it was uh, probably around 13, 14 that I stopped. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then had gotten back into it more recently. But uh, I bet you were really good. I bet you were one of the cool kids. I I can, I don't know how much of this will keep in, but I, I will say that one of the, like, top five moments of my life was landing a front flip off a launch ramp. That's fucking awesome. And. Mm-hmm. It was with all my friends. It was really late at night. We had I had been practicing, and I was like, if like looking back, I if I fucked that up, I would have been paralyzed or died. <laughs> and the fact that I was just like, I have to do this in front of my friends, and they were all cheering me on, and I was like, I just got to do it, and then I did it, and then like rolling away from that was, I don't know that, and like dropping in on a twelve foot half pipe was like scary uh. as fuck because you're just falling down, like you were fall, like I'm gonna just fall towards the ground and just hope that gravity takes care of you so that's so scary i think i didn't do anything over like eight foot uh man that's fun we'll get some get some blades um and we'll uh <laughs> my brain still knows how i'm sure my we'll, body will keep up just fine we'll shred so. together it'll be fine well speaking of a couple babes like us rollerblade <laughs> we go to the garage and if you didn't know from before that sly loves babes Big this time. scene he is just beside himself he gets an idea um but before he gets an idea randy joe shows up freaks out about the wedding literally and leaves right away and matt follows her and matt follows her i honestly if i'm being com- 
completely transparent with you, Zach. This episode, yeah. I did not like Matt at all. I didn't like his attitude. Yeah, he was same. Just kind of, a sh- he was a shitty band leader, and yeah. I don't know. It's, a lot of the stuff he said was out of line, and you know, uh, blaspheming Steve Urkel in front of me during an episode where yeah. I get to reminisce about being a rollerblader. It's not cool. Agreed. So anyway, Sly says aloha when the when everyone's leaving, and he's like, "I got it. Let's have a luau." Which sitcoms love luau's? I don't. Have you ever been to a luau in in real life? I don't think so. I don't. I mean, they seem kind of offensive now. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's highly appropriative. I. Yeah, like tiki culture also is like a big thing that's also been disturbed by a, a, a terrible group of people too yeah, very true that's <laughs> i wasn't even referencing that but absolutely um <laughs> basically i only saw luau's used as like uh, props and sets on shows like this you know if it was a school dance it was a luau you know yeah. like if it was somebody's party it was a luau there's a section at every costume store that's yeah, and we'll get into well. that because apparently these grass skirts cost like cost like a thousand dollars each to rent. Um, bizarre, but we'll see. So anyway, uh, we go to we go back to Sharky's and and Sly has somehow convinced Tony to let him use money out of I don't know the till, just like the cash register, I guess. So and um, Tony's like weirdly okay with this embezzling. Like he he's a little reticent, but. He gives Sly that. I, I mean, yeah. I want to do a full breakdown of the cost of everything in this episode because it's it's fucking bonkers. But that might be for a, a separate one. But we can at least touch on it. Basically, he gives five hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars goes to promotion, which is just for flyers, as far as I'm concerned, because they're not taking an ad out in the paper. They definitely would have said that. And yeah. then five hundred dollars for decorations, which you could fucking like buy out Party City for five hundred dollars back then. Yeah, five hundred dollars. That's nuts. How many how many flyers do you think you get for two hundred fifty dollars? Do you have again? This is the same thing. I don't know. Every single episode we've seen, there is there is literally four days until the show or whatever. So, um, you're passing out how many flyers in four days? How what did flyers cost back then? Five cents, right? Maybe yeah. Does that sound right? For that's five thousand flyers that you're going to get for two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> that's the math, kids. <laughs> that 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 Jenny and Tiffany are are Tasked with, plastering yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. on their roller skates. Okay, and oh, okay, five thousand are, are five thousand. Are they full eight eight and a half by elevens? Because normally when we get flyers done and we're passing them out, which is archaic, but it still happens. You get quarter sure. sheets, and you can cut them up because yeah. that way people aren't walking around with like a full fucking like Manila folder you know, size flyer that they're going to throw away. It's basically like you throw this away for me. So at least if you give them something small, it looks good. Yeah. I think it depends on the city and depends on the venue and all of that. Like there's, you know, like the, the cork board walls that, that a lot of places have where you just put them up. Definitely like nothing more than a quarter page. Slice hands a stack each to Jenny and Tiffany. They're on rollerblades. He makes some sexist comment about how they should wear less clothing or something like that. It's whatever. It's inconsequential, but Classic sly behavior. That's not 5,000 flyers. So are they coming back and they're doing this? I mean, and based on the amount of flyers that they have passed out, 
because it comes up later that they might have to change the date of this luau because of a double booking. And they're like, we'd have to like reflyer everything. So that means they put flyers up. They didn't just pass them out. Well, there's designer fee for the person who made the, the flyer. Oh, I, there's no fucking way they're doing that. It's just basically, <laughs> I don't know. We saw the graphic design for the luau. There's no way. Who's making it? I had a question. Do you think that Rollerblade sponsored this episode? Because they are on Rollerblades for 90, 90% of this episode. I think Tiffany and Jenny might be on there the entire time. You looked it up and you found out that, that this is these are Rollerblades. They're these a are Rollerblade bland, brand. You found the kind. Yes. It's odd mm-hmm. that they didn't call them Rollerblades if they weren't sponsored. That they called them Roller Skates in this episode. Because the Rollerblade... You know what I mean? That, like... Like that was my first thought too. It was like surely this is a, this is sponsored by mm-hmm. by Rollerblade, but why didn't they use the brand? Well, Rollerblade, it's like Kleenex, you know, or Band Aid. is It's a brand, but it's become synonymous with the the product. Um, I thought they said Rollerblade. You think they said Roller Skate? We'll have to go to the judges at some point. But Roller Skates are different. They're quads. Yes, they're both four wheels, but like. It's two and two. This one is it's inline. They're they're all inline skates here. So Judge Judge George uh just said that every reference was roller skates. This is another fucking Shazam thing. I swear to God. But they 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 might have said roller skates, but they were inline skates. Well roller skates I I agree. Or uh, yeah, but I think roller skates are interchangeable with quads or inline. Roller skates no, are no. No, you can't. We we have to, we we have to draw a strict line with those people. It's like skiing and snowboarding. It's completely different. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I thought I knew you. I thought we were brothers, and <laughs> or I thought we were Blade brothers. <laughs> anyway, um, slide does say the more skin, the more sales, which actually was going to be the name of this podcast before we settled on Surf Dudes with Attitude. So. Um, you're lucky, people. You know, at the time of recording this, it's not not out yet. That's so true. We, should we, you we should re-branch. you do it? Yeah, we can record in the, our new intros. I mean, I just re- replace that part. Maybe. Do you want to do a take of you saying? And that's why yes. I decided to change it from Surf Dudes to Attitude. Hello, <laughs> welcome. I know the logo already. It's going to be more skin and then an equal sign, and this is more sales. So. Hello, thank you for listening to More Skin, More Sales. This That's is Pete and Zach and George. <laughs> Did you notice here that Sly's as much of a, a babe hound that he is, he's weirdly asexual to Jenny and Tiffany, who are very attractive women. Mm-hmm. Does, does, does that, I mean, I know he cares more about money than anything, but does that ever strike you as odd while you're watching this? Um, I don't know. He came on real hot to Jenny the first episode. The first episode, for sure. Yeah, but he purely wants to, to get it for, to equal sales. You know, more skin, more sales. You know, yes, also, Jenny. being a sexist that he is, Yes. Uh, they have time and time again turned him down. So, You think he's been orbiting this whole time? I, well, I think, I think that his... Uh, he values them for the money they make him now sure. more than the sex they could potentially provide. Wow. 
That was deep. I got his number. That's <laughs> <laughs> a dirtbag. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> um, he's a teenage dirtbag. That's what slides. Um, anyway, so Matt comes in. Okay. And he has said, the wedding band has canceled. Yes. The Dreams can play. Oh, no. Because we just we just found out that the Dreams are going to play the Luau. Wait, they're the same night? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> what are they going to do? What can they do? We have, we get through half of the episode before Tiff, Tiffany says, why don't we just play both? Which would be my first thought. I don't want to disappoint anybody. It's amazing. Like, there's so much back and forth. They're, yeah. they're in so many new locations. Several of the same locations before. It's a, it's a really fun episode. The wedding band at uh, Paul... Paula Paul's and Debbie's wedding has canceled yeah. the week of the which, lesbian wedding of yeah, the, yeah. Debbie and Paula <laughs> of Paula Dean's wedding. Yes. Yes. I mean, at that point, a week, a week before the show, less than a week, that band is, is losing. That band has to pay money basically, you know, at that point, like they had to have signed a contract at like, like canceling a gig that, and then hiring a teenage band is insane to me, but uh, there's a lot of money stuff that doesn't make sense in this episode, but uh, Matt signed his band up to play. Now, is it strange to you that he didn't even you know, because it's 1992, like, give a little ring, ring, ring on the phone and, and ask his band, hey, are you available this date? They just assume everyone's available, right? Yeah, especially with their track record of, of booking poorly timed Poorly shows. timed gigs, yeah. Like, like this happens almost every time they have a show. You mm-hmm. think at a certain point, yeah, there'd be like, a, I should actually just check and make yes. sure. Because last time I booked a show, somebody was busy or my dad planned a thing mm-hmm. or, you know. It's And it's, it's like Tony did the same thing. Like Tony and Sly crafted this plan. Like what if somebody was out at the Grand Canyon or something and they uh-huh. couldn't make the gig? So I think a lot of this could be avoided if they just talk to each other. Um, and since supposedly when they make the luau, Tony's or Sharky's not going to be there, so they could literally make this a, a late show, as we saw last week. The yeah. the crazy headlining show has to start at seven to seven forty five. So this is poor planning on everybody's part, except for the the, the wedding people. Um, anyway, they don't know what they're going to do, and we jump. To the kitchen, where uh, Tiffany and Jenny are still on rollerblades or roller skates. Jury's still out, and Sly says basically we're gonna play whichever what, whichever gig pays more. And again, I hate to say it because he's such a dirtbag, but Sly's correct in this scenario, right? Um, and usually that would be a wedding. Yeah, although, yes, I would say also though there's there are other factors. I don't know what the equation is, but it's. It's money, yes, but it's also like uh, potential fan exposure and networking that would also mm-hmm. be in there. If Sharkies is and them putting on a show and like creating their own party of like this is a themed party that they are hosting at mm-hmm. their favorite haunt, and like if it, this goes well, they can continue to do things like this. They play a wedding. They might get other wedding gigs, and that's great, and they'll get paid a lot. But mm-hmm. uh, 
I don't know. It's not a. It's not necessarily a one to one for me. Interesting. But I did think of something that Tony and Sly crafted this plan. The Sharky is away that weekend, so we're gonna throw a gig. So in, before even asking anybody if they could play, I don't. Maybe they did. Maybe they, because they they made up five thousand flyers, so they would have had to at least make sure their band was available. If that's the case, yeah. the luau was booked first, and you have to play the luau. Okay, as yes. much as if you can't play both, you got to do the one that was booked first, and you have to honor that. Yeah. And that's why it, Matt came off so egregious to me in this episode because he was such a dick about it, you know. And it's basically because like it's his girlfriend; he doesn't want to upset his girlfriend, and the fact that she's throwing in some sexual favors for this, which I don't like at all. I don't like that either. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, we see him leaving band practice early, the first mm-hmm. second scene. Yeah, because we don't even get to, to band practice. Deal with things that she's going on, has sure. going on. What about things he has going on? Also, band practice isn't that long. Can't it wait? It could, but it could wait. I mean, Randy Joe had to had to come in just so she could leave 14 seconds later, and then he um, could leave 15 seconds later. As we said, Jenny drops a hard R in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> like pet talk. And she says something kind of profound before that. She yeah. was like, you know, we use Tony's. It's it's such a it's such a long walk to get to this, but but she yeah. says, you know, Tony's afraid, and we we everyone has fear, and sometimes we mask that fear with you know music or a pretty smile, and then she just totally calls uh, Sly socially redundant. Yeah. <laughs> um, which okay, you can't say the word now, but even then, as a kid, I thought. That, that 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 seemed that was a lot for me. I think maybe because like I had religious, we both had religious parents, but yeah. I was I was never allowed to say that word, you know. And um, it's weird because like Tiffany kind of laughs at that, and she's such a sweetheart, but you know, Sly's the butt of the joke, you know. And yeah, I I, I don't think I never saw Sly's like socially awkward. Like he's he's just selfish. He's just he's just scum. He's just you know. But he's he knows how to talk to people. Yeah, although he doesn't have, like, social or, like, emotional intelligence. Yeah, what she said before all that was great, though. I mean, and it's true. You know, we had that. It is true. Years. And it's tr- and, and it uh, almost hit Matt, hit Matt weird. He was like, oh. I don't first. know. See, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not, I think I was less surprised that Tiffany laughed at it. I think now it's, you know, of course it's, like, horrifying. It was a rough time, the 90s. I think if this show got popular again, it, when we make this show popular because of this podcast, yeah, um, she's gonna have to come out and, and and make an apology video. That's gonna start with this is the hardest video I've ever had to record. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna barely get through it, and she's gonna make a great YouTube thumbnail. I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to be the precipice of wait. why it happens. Let's jump to the wedding site. Okay, I have a question. A good I have idea. A question: Did Paula? Did Paul? <laughs> Yes. Paul, this lesbian wedding. Did they rent out this wedding venue for a week because they're just hanging out there? They are there so long, and this is technically the the first day that we find out. Uh, it's hard to tell because the girls are on rollerblades the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when you do your big show festival ghouls, like you you have to rent it out for kind of like a week, right? It it takes a long time. Yeah, it's it's about five days. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess a big time wedding. So we're trying to figure out 
how much this wedding costs, not just flippantly to fill time, but I'm kind of curious of what they paid a last minute fill in band. Um, because Sly definitely says at the end that they got a wedding fee. So we're going to talk about that. Well, one of the first things we learn about Randy Joe is that she's rich from the first, first, episode, you know, so, uh, something Sly noticed. Her parents are paying for everything. Cause she's the, it's yeah. her sister. So the, 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 the bride's parents pay for everything. Yeah, so I think I think they're just fine. So anyway, Matt and Sly are going there to tell Randy Joe that they can't play the gig. But of course, Matt wusses out because we are putting faith in Matt to do anything and it's never going to work out. Yeah. So uh we see we first meet Debbie and Paul and they're not they're not working well together for this wedding. They hate each other. And they and she Fat shames uh, his uncle because <laughs> he's gonna eat too much food. Of course, that happens in it too. That would have made more sense because there's a fat joke at the wedding with Sharky himself. Like, why isn't Sharky just the uncle in that scenario? They should have. I know. Seamlessly like, put that together. That would have been better. Uh, but we meet Debbie and Paul, and Paul is dressed like a gondolier for for some reason. Uh huh. Oversized suit. Uh, I noticed his shirt matched the um, tablecloth, but that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. Matt recommends them an alternative band because they want to drop out. So there are other bands in this scenario other than Bradley and the Billionaires. There's a band called Root Canal. Yeah. I guess it's, it's a terrible name. I mean, I think it's kind of a badass name for a band. Like, it's you know, yeah. be hard to to search on the internet now but like i would remember that band name if it was like a scuzzy punk band I'd be totally like, that that works great and they flip out because they think the dreams are going to bail and then matt immediately backpedals and says no so yeah because she gets kind of flirty at him yeah she's like touching his chest and so we're assuming they're dating at this point so he's they've probably had sex so why is one more bout of sex going to be the thing? Um, I don't like sex being used as currency. Don't do it, kids. Don't do it. You can use currency for sex, but don't use sex for currency. That is a toxic relationship trait. Sex workers are real work. Yeah. So, but don't but do work it in your relationships. Are... <laughs> work sex workers are... Work sex I don't think they're having uh, intercourse yet. I don't. Okay. I, I don't know that we need to talk too in depth about that. More than that, I just don't. I just don't think they've. Well, we said that. last week that 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 Tony fucks. So I mean, he does. It, I don't it's know possible. that Matt. Does, oh, and that's I don't a good know point. That Matt's a dork. You know, I think they're doing stuff. I think they're doing mm-hmm. stuff. But you know, they're doing hand stuff. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so we go to. Loan Sharkies, maybe? Huh? <laughs> we go back to Sharkies. Um, and I wanted to bring up that, that it looks like Jenny has never skated before this episode ever. And she's supposedly yeah. a, good, a good skater. And I'm just saying, the both of us can see. We can tell the posers. We yeah. can always tell the posers. If they had brakes on their inline skates, they were posers. They're they posers. were rec skaters. Posers. Exactly. Elbow pads, fucking posers. Get out of here. Forget it. Get, get, know, get out of here. Tiffany also is supposed to be like the good one of the two of them. Yes. So not that great. Oh, not great. 
not too nimble. But again, they're inside. They should be out. Maybe maybe outside. They're you know, like Brian Boitano out there. So, eh. you like that ice skating reference from the nineties? I, I appreciated that. <laughs> um, I I again questions. Um, we see Tony here, the kitchen, the garage, and back at Target. Is Tony working split shifts? Because he's changing when he's he's not in his Sharky's outfit when he's he's in the garage in the kitchen. Is he like fuck? I'm, I'm doing I'm doing twelve to three today, and then like six to nine. So I think we're in his? we're in more odd odd uh, timeline. But this is supposedly when school is in session. So what is he doing? It's just a weekend all the time. No, here. it's not. I'm sick of that answer. I'm so sick of it. Anyway, you're right. They're... It can't possibly. Too much happens. <laughs> Too much happens. Do they ever go to school? Do you remember? Yes, yes. I swear to God, they go to school. The school plays okay. a bigger part in the other in the other seasons. I think maybe that's the change they made to the second season. That they they're like, oh, Say by the Bell is super popular. Like, get these kids in school. You know what kids love? School. Were they trying to make it not like Saved by the Bell? By no, they wanted to emulate it. No, it's it's so like it in a lot of ways. It's somehow more grounded, even though we're we're picking it apart. In this scene, <laughs> Sly's asking for more money. He's like a meth fiend. He just needs one more hit. He needs an extra two hundred dollars for what? What do they need to do? I don't, I don't remember. remember. But Sharky comes back early, catches them. Is you know, and Tony explains what it is. They 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 have a gag where Sly tries to lie about it and says there's a sick uncle. I'm really glad they didn't keep doing that gag. You know, he uh, yeah. calls him on the lie. I'm that glad Tony's dumb. just like, no, no, that's not what happened. And then yeah, yeah, and it was funny or it was fine, but it worked. The gag worked better that Sly kept being a dummy, continuing with the lie. Mm-hmm. And that Tony was just telling the truth. So they're both just telling these like side by side stories that are different. But yes. obviously size is the ridiculous lie. Sharky is weirdly okay with this, but he's like, y- you better make my money back or you're fired kind of thing. It doesn't yeah. seem all that serious, but it is. And um Yeah. He was actually kind of like, Wow, you're taking you're taking control of this. That's a that sounds pretty good. Until he found out how much they had taken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in order to put this together, and that's when he was like, "Well, then your your butt's on the line. This better go well." Your butt's on the line, Mister. Yeah. And this has raised the stakes considerably. So Tony jumps over to the table. He's like, "We got to do the luau. I'm going to get fired if we don't do the luau." And again, I think, like maybe by a horse nose, but the luau was booked first. I think, but if we're if we're just going to roll with it and say they're booked at the same time. Either way, Matt comes off as a complete dick. And he's like, why should Randy Joe's family have to suffer? Because you're being irresponsible. Which, and it actually kind of gets a little tense in this moment. Because, you know, Tony rightfully calls Matt, like, whipped. And saying, you know, you're being like a goody two-shoe. Like, that's not what's best for the band. And And then he just goes, hits him below the belt. Matt calls him Urkel. Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It wasn't a good comeback. It wasn't either. He's not it was being like a nerd Urkel at all. doesn't make, you know. <laughs> that's, that's right, not... He's definitely a Stefan Urkel and not an Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I mean, what true, he like, should have gone with. I don't know if by this point Stefan Urkel had made an appearance. 
if I'm being honest. I think the first episode was 1990 or 91, so we wouldn't have seen Stefan until a couple seasons in. So that's but... why Matt didn't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's come back. Yeah, it gets real it gets real tense. Now the only like Okay, so George brings up a point that this is a previous client. That the the wedding gig is a, is from a previous client because they played Randy Joe's birthday party. And so parents are paying either way. So I mean I think in general, yes. Like I think I think Matt is whipped and that that's what it is. And he, but you know. I, I get it that the the money is already spent for the promotion. You can probably return the rental stuff. I don't know. It's just the wedding is like a solid gig that you're definitely going to get paid money for. Whereas the luau, you need people to show up. And especially now, like, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be like, it could have just turned into fuck. We have to get $500 to pay back Sharky because the gig's not going to happen. That also could have been an episode. Yeah. Then it's like, well, now we got to play two weddings. And we find that out. Say way. Into the in the garage, um, when Tiffany comes in and, and says that, because Matt and Tony are still fighting about what to play. Matt is tuning a guitar, which like good catch because he he played a chord and it sounded shitty, and he starts tuning it up. So I was like, all right, probably the most real <laughs> music thing that happened on this entire episode. We're always tuning, aren't we? <laughs> we are every day. It's pretty old, pretty old hat by now. Yeah. Uh. So they they come up with an idea to play both gigs. This is where it gets fucky. They should have said had one throwaway line that said it has to start at this time and have to be at, like because otherwise you just push one back late. Just do a fucking late show at Sharky's. Well, but the flyers were already out. It already said eight p.m. Actually, at the wedding it gets in the way of Sharky's. This was an afternoon gig. You know what, Zach? Fuck you, because that's actually a good point. It was already on the flyer. You and know? if it was a luau, actually, it probably was an afternoon gig. Because they're trying to, like, it's island-themed. It's mm-hmm. sunshine. Well, they're the only band. All you really have to do in this situation is is hire Root Canal. Get fucking Root Canal to play to before you. first, and then see. Uh, this because is... you wouldn't have to pay them anything because they were available a they're week Root out. They're Canal. They'll play anything. Damn. It was right in front of us the whole time. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, Matt's anyway. like, hey, have you ever heard of Root Canal? Matt, have you? That's Matt, have you had a Root Canal? Have you? Get Root Canal, all right? Uh, uh, exclusively on the after show, we'll be asking Zach if he's had a Root Canal and asking for an entire story worth. So you have to do a 20-minute bit on Root Canals, okay? Get ready. <laughs> Uh, we find out here that Tony can't roller skate. That's the only reason he's reticent about it. There's, I guess there's yeah. no cabs that exist in this. And, okay, so we're assuming that those gigs were booked at the same time. We're, we're assuming that they have to be at the same time at night. So they have to rent two whole sets of equipment, right? How much do you think that would cost? Before we get into breakdown of the, all the numbers. I don't know. You know what? I've, I don't think I've ever rented band equipment mm-hmm. um we've had to rent a drum set we had to do that once and it was like a 100 bucks it's like a lot cheaper yeah. than we thought but like the return process was kind of annoying i could uh, see that. but uh, but literally you have to do because they're they're roller skating just mics keyboard and drums 
That's Wait. well. Okay, so we're assuming both amps, places have a have a PA, right? So they would have to get the amps. But again, yeah. we've seen them play entire shows without amps whatsoever. We go to the luau. That's the first thing we see, and there's whooping and hollering by the studio audience for the girls, who are technically underage. So I'm just gonna let that go. Um, yeah, because they're in uh, their wedding dresses. Yes, and they're like, "Come on, yeah. we got to go to the wedding." Their outfits get rearranged and messed up. That's that's a visual gag I didn't see until the second watch. Mm, at, yeah, at the last and they're time. wearing like a they're wearing their lays. The girls are wearing the pants, and the guys are wearing the skirts by the end. Which what a crazy bike path! I'm oh. sorry we didn't get to see that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice that the first time either. That's and that's why it's mentioned. It's mentioned later. Yes, and okay. Matt looks like a, a Chippendales dancer because he just he's like shirtless but just has the the bow tie on. I'm disappointed in myself for not noticing this. I'm, well, maybe if you were not watching on your phone during your lunch break, you I could was pay more attention doing to my best. <laughs> but I think that had something to do with it. Yeah, normally I I uh, I don't do it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we well, do what we can. George has chimed in and said there was a different bass for each show. So they had to rent a bass, rent okay. drums, a uh, different keyboard. Um, because we see the keyboard at Sharky's is the one that has the, the shield in front of it. So we can't see how bad Jenny is at miming playing. But yeah. the one at the wedding, let me fucking oh, tell can, you, dude. We can tell exactly is, what her face It's bad. Okay. Not so good. I will impress you now and tell you. <laughs> All the songs that they played. I looked up the lyrics online so I could get the titles for all of them. Are you ready? There's four songs played in this episode. Woo! Two of them that I learned. Um, lean if you if you lean on me, which we we heard from we've the, heard uh, before. We've heard from this, and it was the first song that they started playing. And I was like, oh, Are they gonna? Is this a cop out? Are we just gonna start hearing old songs again? Let me ask you: When you're watching this at work, yeah. do people? Are you listening with headphones, or are you just fucking blaring this for everybody at work? I'm this too. <laughs> no, I, I was in my car this time. <laughs> That's even sadder. For some yeah, reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just in my car watching this, drinking my little shaky. Oh wow. Well, we appreciate your sacrifice. Yeah, and I just, I didn't have, a, I meant to bring a pen and paper. I didn't. So I was like going from the. <laughs> notes app to the youtube app like pausing it and being like all right and then they did this okay and then they said this rude were you sitting in the passenger seat because that'd be even weirder to me uh, this is how i'm imagining you no the so. back seat okay <laughs> oh that really got me it seemed less weird it was like <laughs> thank you uh you know what this is the the fourth episode though like i I say, like, normally I do things differently. I don't necessarily have one method yet. We don't have a, we don't, there's no new normal for us as far as, like, what we're doing. This might be my method many a times. It's like, I think yeah. it's working. I don't want to mess with it if it's working. I mean, it technically is, although I, I missed some things visually because I was having to go back and forth between, sure. between, you know, apps and, like, I got youtube premium so i didn't always pause it i'd kept it going while i could write some notes same i will not listen to youtube ads if i don't have to i will pay that no money. no but uh you should get a tesla and you can put it on the main screen this is oh. what you should do this is an investment 
this is what I was missing today. <laughs> my Tesla. You know what? Yes. Next time, so we have it's a. I work at a, like a theater space and a, a venue, and uh, and we have projection screens, and we have projectors. <laughs> make everybody watch this, <laughs> and I can make everybody watch this. Look, they're going to be watching it anyway to follow along. So exactly. Um. So the other three songs are called <laughs> Cast- "Castle on Quicksand," "Heart Don't Lie." And if it, if it wasn't for you. And, okay, so this gag of them, like, so, yeah, it's like a montage of them singing and uh, some of the same songs, but, like, back and forth between the wedding venue and the luau. So they have a similar yes. set, which is mm-hmm. great, you know, uh, perfect planning. And they're on roller skates the whole time. Yep. Um, they oh, introduce oh. themselves as the, the California roller dreamers. That's not bad. It's not no, bad. It you know, I get it's it. It's not great, not terrible. <laughs> it's fine. It was cute. <laughs> it's cute. Since I got back into skating, and like half the band has as well, like mm. we all got It's infectious. It, it, it blades and it's a, quads it's in different, different capacities. Uh, we've been talking about doing a show on skates. Uh, okay, I was, I was, I would love to, to know yeah. that. I think that's a great gimmick for our show. Yeah. Question though, can you can you play pedals with that? You'd have to adjust some things. Like a keyboard would player would adjust. have to to adjust the height of the stand. You'd have to adjust the mics, obviously. Mm-hmm. Drums, drums would be tough. I've seen it done, but for a full set, that's tough. Especially if there's any like single pedal, double double kick, that would be yeah probably impossible. If you all play a skate show. You Brad Raptors wants to wants to play it, and I want I will be on Would you skates, skate it? and it will be my my yes, it will be my glorious return to the sport. I love this. It's almost like we take rollerblading so seriously that we're like, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it with respect, and we're gonna pay homage to this great sport that has left yeah. us. That's not even on the X Games anymore. It was kicked out of the X Games. Kicked out. Um. Anyway, during this wedding, there. Their guitars are not plugged in. I don't know if you noticed that. And their amps are not on. So the light's not even on in the amps. They didn't have any time. They skated right in and just started singing. Normally I'd say that's the joke, but they went through an entire <laughs> song. So, lies. All right? All right. <laughs> also, Sly should definitely be there. Like, clip, clip, like plugging them in. Yeah, that would have been a nice visual gag, and somebody would have paid attention. Do you think that, 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 so it's not the joke that they're not plugged in. That's just, like, a prop department thing that they're like, shit, no, we didn't do it. Nobody's going to notice it. This is a child's show. What do you think? Were the mics not plugged in? No, mics were not plugged in either. Mics were not plugged in. But you can always assume, okay, maybe it's a wireless mic, but but the guitars were egregiously not plugged in. And I can see the amps not being on. Fine. But the guitar's yeah. not even being plugged in. What are you guys, Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Super Bowl? <laughs> what? Look out. You know, Sick Bird the... from 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, uh, but with with wheels, I think it was probably a, I think it was a, it was a quick decision of like, they got, they, we, they get, we got wheels. We can't have. We can't have cords and cables running along the floor. <laughs> so this is a this is a union safety issue. This is saying. a safety issue. 
They were like, we're going to have Tiffany skating all around. Definitely got to give her a wireless mic. That's reasonable. I stand corrected. You're right. You're right. So we're going to jump back to Sharky's. Um, okay. Because as Zach mentioned, we're doing a montage between the sets and we're hearing multiple different songs. Like I said, they switched pants. Kind of turned on. Seeing everybody in different outfits. Gender bending. Very progressive. It's very... Pro- so far, We've this has been a pretty progressive episode. It is. This joke completely surprises us, even if they don't mean to do so. Yeah. They finish at the wedding. And they, I, it was very odd. They didn't say anything like, congrats to Debbie and Paul. They're just like, it's been a great night. We'll see you later. And then, <laughs> oh no, Sharky is at the wedding for some reason, even though we could have written an episode better. Uh, about why he's there and then he's like is that the band i don't know why he'd be so upset that the band is there like you could easily say like sharky we're we're making extra money in case you don't get enough from the luau which we see because we jump back to sharky's one final time and hear a song and they're very tired because they, they came in apparently they're skating if it only takes two minutes to skate there it shouldn't be that tired yeah they're playing a lot and they're playing the equivalents of like four shows can we talk about the 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 turnout for this gig? Five thousand flyers. Yeah, I counted the people in the episode based on different. Thank goodness. Frames and scenes. <laughs> well, somebody had to do it. Thank you. I couldn't see it. At most, I'm counting twenty-two people in the room, and I get that there's a fourth wall, so maybe it is just stacked where the cameras are. So uh, yeah, the amount of people that are sitting at the seats. There's not more than 25, okay? So let's say I yeah. missed a couple. 25 people from 5,000 flyers, and you're paying Sharky back $500. <laughs> if every single, per- every single person would have had to pay $20 to get in, just to pay yeah. back Sharky. That's basically your production cost. Anytime you put on a show, there might be a production cost if anybody's not a musician here. Um. You, it's usually I don't know like a good place that's cheap will be like two fifty. I've never really seen it below that, but it can go up astronomically. We got asked to play South by Southwest one time, and the production cost was fifteen thousand dollars. We would have had to made before we got every, you know, before we even got paid. So sometimes it's bullshit and very predatory. Twenty five people paying twenty dollars each. That's five hundred dollars. Right, that's just to pay Sharky back, and then you think this is a twenty dollars show? That's okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But that's that's for the size venue and everything. That would be high. Okay, now it's a themed party. Yeah, maybe there's a pig in the back. They didn't say anything about renting a pig, but that is is a part of a luau. Do you think they rented dancers like tiki torch dancers? Uh, no. They're not called tiki torch dancers, are they? They are. I, tiki dancers, I think. I, I don't know. This is why I've never been to a luau because I, I can't I would, say. Yeah, where are the tiki torch dancers? <laughs> twenty seems high, and definitely in the nineties, twenty is. There's no way it was twenty dollars. They're definitely getting more for this wedding than five hundred dollars. But yeah, we see them divvying up. They're like, okay, great show, guys. How much money do we make? And 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 Sly says a lot. Um, but you know they had to pay Sharky back. And then they had to rent rollerblades. And again, coming back to what I originally said, are they the renting rollerblades is insane. I've never heard of something renting skates outside of like a roller rink. 
I don't know how much that would cost. So you can actually, yeah. So on uh, in California, mm-hmm. um, no, the beach, the muscle muscle beach, the big <laughs> South Beach, <laughs> the big beach that runs yes. along uh, the Grand Theft Auto Beach. Yes, the Grand I Theft have. Auto Beach, Venice Beach. You can rent uh, roller skates there. Okay, and you can you can rent them, and they have kiosks, and then you have to return them, and they rent like by the hour. Do you uh, right, know yeah. how much they cost? I, I did this when I was in California a few years ago. I think it was like maybe like 20 bucks for like okay. two hours. Like it wasn't, you know. So Jenny and Tiffany have their own. So you're renting for two pairs. That's what, 40 bucks or something? But this is 1992 money. So we can we, I think we're going to do a full, we have to do a full breakdown. That's basically what it's it's going to be. Why? Yeah. Why only one pair? No, it's definitely two. Because Tony, Tony. Oh wait, George Four is pair. right. To- Tony is not able to skate, so they are only renting one pair. But do they have to fuck? Where do they get this go kart? This needs answering. Uh that feels like a garage thing. <laughs> like that was just like a cart thing. I feel like somebody's got that in their. Garage. But now they can write it off on their taxes. Exactly. So, uh, they have to rent c- costumes. Uh, basically, I don't know what costumes they're they're, they're talking about here because, like, I see swimsuits. The skirts. That's and well, the okay, bras. but the swimsuit you can take from home. So the lace, grass skirts, coconut bras. Um, I looked tonight on how much that would cost, and I literally saw a DoorDash thing from Party City. I could get that thing delivered to me today mm-hmm. for ten dollars. So maybe the math does work out in this episode. But um, I think the biggest expense is going to be renting an entire equipment set. That's big. And the tuxedos, I had to rent one one time, 50 to $75 to rent a tuxedo. And there's two of them, I guess, they had to, to rent. Mm-hmm. The whole gag here is that with all that said and done, they get $4. And Sly does not get a cut of that. They all take it. And he says, oh, what about me? They laugh Nothing. And we have been waiting for four episodes to find out if Sly gets a cut. And at least as of right now, the answer is no. No. And I I guess the moral of the story is like, oh, we broke even. We're all still friends kind of thing. And we we did both gigs, but we didn't make any money from it. And that's kind of what it is to be a musician. (laughs) You better have fun doing it because you will end up with $4 at the end. That's true. It was a little too real. It was like the fear I had. (laughs) that I masked behind my music and you and your pretty smile and George being socially redundant. <laughs> um, well, anyway, that's, that's the episode. So we did it. I, I really liked that episode. I thought it was, it was real fun. You know, it was fun. It was a, uh, it was quicker paced. I was a little bored by the last one. Uh, I, you, you I didn't, I, I could tell you didn't like the last one. You know what? I liked the song of the last one uh, was up there uh on the songs so far and also it's the it's i mean there haven't been it was maybe like the third or fourth that we've gotten to hear all the way through uh Mm -hmm. so that helped you know yes uh getting the full thing it's hard to judge some of these the uh the if it wasn't for you song i want to hear more of that sounds great and the hard don't lie i was happy to hear tiffany uh taking lead on a song because she's the only one who like hasn't yet even in the parts i mean i guess we haven't heard jenny take the lead 
for an entire song, but she takes yes. parts of lead, like in mm-hmm. the in the theme song. She's she's doing lead, and the only time that Tiffany sings is when she's doubling Jenny's parts. So it's like, when is she gonna? I bet Tiffany's good. We did say a little of that too. They're singing the same microphone kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You would think if they're oh yeah that song an entire set that they would get two microphones or something. But... Whatever that song was, where they're both they're both singing by mm-hmm. the keyboard, Sharon. Yeah, uh, I want to hear more of that. That's the Castle Quicksand one. Okay, I think these songs are pretty representative for the era, and and the writing in this one's a huge relief compared to Episode Three, where the song was the the best thing written in it. Y'all both hated that yeah. episode so much. Uh, Zach, can I ask how you watched the last episode? Was it in the back of your car? Maybe that's why it didn't resonate as much. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I. I wouldn't say I hated the last episode. I I liked uh okay, there was a lot in the plot that I did that I did like that I think harkened back to the sort of like uh family re- resolve uh, and resolution, you know, conflict resolution that we had from episode 1 that felt very wholesome about it you know no i think it is better in hindsight (laughs) because the actual like because the idea of like yes the musician whose whose dad is not supportive wants him to do something else and then the dad like comes around and is like hey i'm actually what you're doing is awesome i'm proud of you like that cool cool that they did that and cool to to you know he gave it a chance maybe it was part maybe it was the week maybe it was my head space you know, yeah, it could have you know, been my fault a little we're bit. We're just going to do the whole episode again until you like it. Okay, mister? You missed the superior writing in this episode looking at your tiny phone. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you weren't counting the rollerblade wheels as well as I was. I missed a lot. I pay, I count my blade wheels. <laughs> I do. That's what do. I always say about you. Anyway, next week's episode is called Dream Man. And uh, it's... it's <laughs> It's Sly being a horn dog again, so Oh no, it's a full episode about Sly. No, I don't know. It's just a subplot with Sly, but Are we gonna uh, meet that... his dead mom? <laughs> it's two his two moms, yes, of course. <laughs> okay. That's it. Uh anyway, um I wanna thank everyone for listening. Um to uh more skin, more sales. Thank you so much. It's been it's been a blast seeing you guys again. Um, and until yeah. until next week, this is uh, Surf Dudes with Attitude. This is Pete signing off. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Patrons, please stick around for the after show, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Say goodbye, Zach. Oh, later. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Was that like late? <laughs> like later. Yeah, you gotta you gotta see it. <laughs> oh, that's in pretty action. good. You know what? I should have worn a late for this episode. You have, you've definitely. If any of my friends have a lay that they can pull up on on command, I have too many props and costume things. Absolutely, yeah. You have puppets everywhere. Of course you do. No. All right, I'll start. I'll start dressing for me. Yeah. I'll start putting more into it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been slacking, everybody. <laughs> you've been great. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>